Hello and welcome to Doc to Me. My name is Heather. And I'm Kathleen. And this week we are covering the hatchet wielding hitchhiker on Netflix. So spooky. Uh, before we get into anything else, you can follow us on Twitter and or join our Facebook group. Info for that can be found in the show notes. If you'd like to email us comments or suggestions or donate to us at PayPal, our email address is doctomepod at gmail.com. We appreciate any help, whether it's a way we can make this podcast better or just a dollar. So this documentary was released on January 10th, 2023, just after we completely forgot about this story. Yes, it, <laughs> it did all happen rather quickly. Yes. Uh, this documentary was directed by Colette Camden, who has also directed other much more depressing documentaries, such as The Rise of the Anti-Vax Movement and Married to a Pedophile. Oh. We're not covering those. No. It's <laughs> <laughs> not in my wheelhouse. <laughs> Uh, I would say before you go any further listening to us, just pause and either watch or rewatch the original interview with Kai on YouTube. I remember when I first saw it and I thought, oh, there's something going on with this guy and he's not going to be able to handle this fame well. No, but I feel like, I mean, the unhoused typically are more susceptible to certain issues and i feel like that plays a big part in this yes and i love how at the very beginning of this film while the credits are rolling and before the title card they already spoil that he's in prison yeah (laughs) so fresno california february 1st 2013 a little after 2 p.m kmph news anchor jessup reisbeck reisbeck Hate the name. Bad name. Gets a call about a car accident involving a pinned person. Fuck yeah, I'll go investigate and get a story about that. (laughs) Who doesn't want that? (laughs) What's funny about it is Jessup normally covers sports stories, but they were short on reporters, so this is his first day covering other news, and this is the shit he stumbles into. Yeah, it's, it's pretty intense. Like, he was basically like a little newborn baby coming into this like new stuff like i said he just progressively like changes over time the driver of the car plowed into a pacific gas and electric worker pinning between the driver's truck and the worker's truck he said truck at one point i think it was a car i remember seeing a black car later on anyway And the driver is going on this racist, crazy rant. I am not going to repeat any of it because I'm not having that clip to be used against me later. No. He went after the worker because he was a black dude. Like, this was very clearly a racist attack. Yeah, it's it's, it's weird. Just kind (laughs) of out of nowhere. And this driver is a huge, scary guy. Obviously white. 6'4", 300 pounds. So let's just go over the very basic facts of the case because they do a horrible job explaining it. The main guy of the story is Kai. Kai was hitchhiking when he was picked up by Jet Simmons McBride. Suddenly, while they're driving, McBride crashes into the PG&E worker and pinned him between his work truck and McBride's car. Kai gets out to help the worker and McBride stayed in the car until a bystander arrived to help out. This is when McBride got out of the car and grabbed the bystander and squeezed her in a bear hug like he's a goddamn anaconda. (laughs) He's like just restrictive like airflow. From a court transcript, 
Defendant was squeezing her so hard she could not move and it was difficult for her to breathe. He was pounding her in the back with what felt like his fist and he hit her in the head a few times. Don't remember them mentioning that. No. This is where it gets worse. He was also kissing her on the face and telling her he was Jesus Christ. Ew. (laughs) Jesus, no thank you. (laughs) Feeling like the bystander's life was in danger, Kai removes a hatchet from his backpack and strikes McBride in the head several times. McBride would later be found guilty of two counts of assault with a deadly weapon and was sent to a state hospital. And if he's not out already, he should be this year. (laughs) Which is terrifying. Can you imagine you come up on this? You see this guy pinned between the cars. You're trying to help him. And this dude gets out of a car and like just starts attacking and starts kissing on your face. I am going to sound really weird, but the most uncomfortable part of all of this is the kissing on the face. Yes. (laughs) Like I, if I was just being choked out, okay, I could probably just be really freaked out by that. But like the kissing, I'm like, ew. Jesus and saying the N word. Oh God. And then he starts kissing on your face. I just, no, no, thank you. I'm going to pass on this. Jessup shows up to do a report on the situation when he sees someone walking down the road that fits the description of the hatchet guy, and he meets him to get an interview. He's like, holy shit, that's the hero. (laughs) So Kai says in the interview he's from California. It makes it seem like Southern California, but just listening to this interview, like, no, bro. No, he's... (laughs) Just the way he said out and bag, big. (laughs) I knew he wasn't from this area, and the most southern place he could be from is possibly Wisconsin. I can spot a Canadian a mile away. Big. (laughs) That night, Jessup knew this interview was going to be a huge hit, so he he uploads the full video to YouTube, and by the next morning, it's at already half a million views. Even now, I think I saw it was at 3.7 million, and that's just... The official video. Right. There were still like all these reproductions. Because of course then, yeah, auto-tune video comes out. This becomes such a huge internet sensation and the only person who can even get into contact with Kai is Jessup. I just, I thought it was crazy that he was so in tune to, you know, the news and all that, that he was like, okay, I need to be able to get, like, exclusive rights to this guy. Kind of become, like, his manager. Yeah, exactly. He's like, I've got him on lockdown. Only I know his name. (laughs) Everybody wants interviews with him. They want him on Jimmy Kimmel. This brand manager that worked with the Kardashians wants to get him signed. That story was weird. So Jessup tracks him back down to do another interview with them, and this is when they realize, oh, that wasn't a stunt or adrenaline. This dude really does just say whatever pops into his mind. All the time. <laughs> like, he doesn't have a filter. Well, and Jessup keeps describing it as charisma. It's, that's not charisma, <laughs> It's very honey. clearly mania. <laughs> yeah, that, that's, not, that's not charisma. That's, that's a mental health issue. Yes. Jessup and the cameraman are clearly eating it up because we see at some point Kai is just given the mic or Jessup's arm became so tired from constantly having to move the mic around because Kai is constantly moving because you can see his arm like he has he has a lot of energy and he's definitely like he I don't think he ever just sits still no they need b-roll footage so they follow him to a guitar store where he just picks up a guitar and starts playing his own music I hated the song, but I could see it being a huge hit if he had just stayed focused. Same. But yeah, Kai really doesn't give a shit about the fame other than getting free food and beer from people who recognize him. Dude just wants to smoke weed and chill out, which you gotta respect. 
Like literally, he's just, I could do that or I could just continue on and smoke weed. Yeah. Uh, the one chick really wanted to get him his own show and make him the new Kardashians. That yeah, really she weird. like already had this huge plan and wanted him to sign a contract for a reality television show. And it's like, this man is still unhoused. Yeah. What about him screams, we really need to get him on reality TV so he can hang out with Andy Cohen. Like, I, no. The dude doesn't even have an ID. He just yeah, he doesn't have a passport. He doesn't have a driver's Nobody license. Even no knows identification. His last name. He can't take a plane. They don't even know that his name really isn't even Kai. Yes. <laughs> like, and they're already ready to sign a contract mm-hmm. with this man. <laughs> but he seems like a nice guy. He'd shoplift a cart full of shit from stores and then just hand the stuff out to the other unhoused people he knew. <laughs> He finally agrees to the Kimmel show, and when the driver shows up, he says Kai reeks of alcohol, and when Kai sees someone worse off than him, he just gives the guy his backpack. So maybe he's just a nice drunk? I mean, a lot of drunks are nice. (laughs) They finally get to the hotel, and Lisa, the chick who wanted to make him a reality star, tells the guy working for Kimmel to just watch Kai so she can go park the car. And she's gone for five minutes. And by the time she gets back, Kai's dick is out. And he's just peeing in the middle of Hollywood Boulevard, just in front of everybody, in front of the hotel. Yeah, like on the little <laughs> Hollywood star. Like just... I forget whose star they said it was. Damn, I can't remember now either. It was oh, so shit. weird. Yeah, it just, it was so weird. Not anybody you would think of. <laughs> I didn't even know that person would have a Hollywood walk a star. That's all I could think of. But also just like, you know, peeing in front of this swanky ass hotel. Yeah. Like, just that's not you know normal human behavior so there's no just keeping an eye on this guy like you cannot take your eyes off this dude for even a couple of seconds he is just an absolute nightmare to try and wrangle no he's like a toddler they ask him to sign a contract and you might as well have asked him to draw as many shapes as he can think of because that's (laughs) basically what he did yeah like typical fucking Hollywood, though. There's clearly something wrong with this guy, but we're still just gonna put him on TV. Yeah, they just like they're so like, fucked. okay, that's that's fine. I mean, it's just it's interesting. Okay, no, that's not a fucking no, valid signature. It's not okay. <laughs> the best part: all the shit they've already been through with him, just in the hotel or just in the car and in front of the hotel, and no one bothered asking the hotel to make sure there wasn't any alcohol in the room. So of course. He immediately starts downing bottles of liquor, and they decide maybe we just need to get him some food. Leaving the hotel, which they should not have done, he rides his skateboard through the lobby, so security comes out and tells them Kai isn't allowed back in. Yeah, so it's literally (laughs) within the first hours, and they've been kicked from the hotel. And this is before Kai proceeds to take a knife out and just throw it into the ground. (laughs) He's a problem. He's a wild card. Like, to the full extent of the term, he is yeah. a wild card. So now all these... I just think of Charlie from Always Sunny. Wild card, bitches! <laughs> Jumps out of the van. Except that, like, this is Kai. Like, he literally is the Charlie of Always Sunny. He's not an oil tycoon. <laughs> no. So, yeah, now all these people are like, oh, he's not some weird, quirky dude. He's a fucking problem, and now we're stuck with him. He is dangerous. 
And I love that they called the Hollywood execs and their responses. Well, let us just meet him and we'll form our own opinion of the guy. Which, in fairness, look at all the shit Ezra Miller was getting away with. He's kicked out of the hotel, so Lisa decides, eh, he could stay the night with me at my house. Which, you know, <laughs> yeah, it sounds totally safe. I would definitely. There's absolutely no way I would be sleeping. No. <laughs> <laughs> But she says he just acted normal and played his guitar. <laughs> you saw him throw a knife at the ground. You saw him take his dick out and pee <laughs> on a hotel. He loves to take his like, dick out. And he does love to take his dick out. Uh, next day is the Kimmel show. And when they get in the parking lot, Kai immediately pisses on a sign. <laughs> Which is, you know, just, and it was like the the show sign or whatever. Yeah. It's like, that's, most would see that as kind of, you know offensive (laughs) this dude is the same age as me so he would have been like 24 at this time nobody i knew was still pissing on things at that age no (laughs) like once you were actual legal drinking age that shit kind of ended kai gets in and meets jimmy and jimmy hands kai an envelope with 500 dollars in it and kai turns around hands it to the security guard and apologizes for peeing on the sign which is nice but also, but he's just, like dealing with the child reprimand him and then they apologize like you're right I should have done that thank you for showing me the way but he's a grown adult but also he's going to continue to continue to do it he's yeah yeah the kid that makes the mistake and then apologizes well the next day they do the same fucking shit again yes except that you know he's not five <laughs> 90 minutes before they record for the show because of course they are still gonna put this guy on TV the police show up to interview Kai. Uh, I love the guy who saw the cops and knew right away who they were there to see. <laughs> I mean, come on. Uh, they interview the cop who starts off the interview by taking his sunglasses off like a total douche. Because <laughs> cops, I guess. Do you remember that? I yes. was like, why are we doing this? The cops literally need him so they can get a statement from him about the McBride shit, which did they not interview him at the scene right and that's what i was confused about like i i would think that you get your statement at the scene of the accident yeah kai shows back up 30 minutes before they start recording so not a big deal this documentary really picks and chooses what they want to show like why do they need to why do we need to know about the cops showing up to interview him when they talked basically nothing about the crime that the cops are wanting to interview him for well and and that's yeah they don't really talk about yeah, like the lead up to it or just anything. <laughs> well, even in the general. crime at the end is like literally the last 20, 25 minutes. No, it's basically like just get him to the to the show kind of thing. Yes. Like they it was really just about like finding him and taking him to California to do this it was just, Kimmel show. It was so weird. Like let's just skip over crime stuff just very quickly, give the basics and then but Jimmy Kimmel. <laughs> it's like let's discuss this road trip. Anyway, uh, Kimmel handles the interview very well, of course, because he's the best person for this job. He totally just, like, glossed over being criticized. He started off in radio before he ever did TV, so he's good about just rolling with stuff. Afterwards, Kimmel gives him a new surfboard and a wetsuit, and then we learned that Carl Reiner was also on the same episode. (laughs) I would be shitting myself to meet Carl Reiner. 
This uh, whole like surfboard and wetsuit too is so confusing to me because he doesn't have a mode of transportation <laughs> and he doesn't have a place to live. Like so now where he's is he going? Carry this shit? Yeah, was he going to carry this surfboard and hope I that people know. can just let him put it on the roof of their car when he's hitchhiking? He's such a big hit, so they ask him to come back the next day and just do a little skit where he just gives movie reviews, and it does not go well. No, because of course he has not seen movies. He's so scatterbrained that they can't even get him to sit and watch a movie. So they basically read the summary to oh, him. They settle on just getting him to watch a trailer for the movie, and he can't even do that. And they want to give this guy a reality show? Not to mention that he just kind of pops off and says whatever he feels yeah. like. And so it's just, you know, they, what, are you going to bleep him? Was it Zero Dark Thirty and he started talking about like anti-vaxxer shit? It was just. <laughs> he had a lot of different uh, like conspiracy theory things going. <laughs> so yeah, like he was clearly mentally unwell. <laughs> so the pre-trial shit starts going down for McBride and this is where we truly see a different side of Kai. So before all the crash and just all that madness, Kai and McBride were smoking weed when Kai suggested that they were both ghosts and that they could drive the car through the PG&E truck and no one would be able to see them. So it's like he kind of instigated the whole thing. Yeah. From so now we're hearing, oh, Kai wasn't totally innocent in this. No, he instigated it. And also like... We learn that that guy can't hold his weed. (laughs) And then there's another story where McBride thought he was Jesus and could do whatever he wanted. I will also post a link to some of the court case transcripts in the note. And please take some time to read it because it was all over the place. It's fascinating. Here's just a quick little bit. Uh, Question. And did you bring the marijuana back to the car? Yes, I did. Is that in a baggie of some type or a bag? That is correct. Okay, what type of bag? Plastic, made out of dinosaurs. (laughs) I'm sorry? It is plastic. It is made out of dinosaurs. Fossil fuels. (laughs) Kathleen, that was said in a courtroom. I'm telling you, he just like pops off and says, (laughs) just whatever whack-ass wackadoodle I can't imagine typing this down. Hearing it and typing it down in a courtroom. The bag was made from dinosaurs. I mean, technically, he's not wrong. But, but... also, like, but, but do you think that the weed was kept in? Like, <laughs> everyone knows it's in a fucking sandwich bag. So, yeah, McBride and Kai were two separate crazy people who should have never been in contact with each other. Kai starts telling other people that the joint was actually laced with other drugs. And I don't know why he said that, because... Test on McBride afterwards would show that his system only had weed in it. Although I do have to question if maybe there was something that wasn't tested for. I don't know what it could be because hold on. Uh, The guy in the dock says, what if there was something that wouldn't have shown up on the test? Which, dude, I don't know. I checked what the test covered and it looked for methamphetamine, amphetamine, cocaine, cocaine base, PCP, heroin, opiates, LSD, ecstasy, and ketamine. I don't know what basalts are actually are. Like, are they legitimate basalts? I don't know. No. Because I don't really no. know. But I'm like, 
what else could it be? I mean, it's not unheard of for weed to like amplify somebody already being absolutely fucking bonkers. Right, right. If you are like, you know, psychotic, you know, taking or, you know. Yeah, remember the guy who ate the other guy's face and all he was on was weed? Right, that was the one where they (laughs) thought he was on capsules. Yes, and all they found in his system was weed. So I don't know. Well, yeah, I mean, certain drugs can definitely make your mental health disorders just kind of all out of the whack. And so, I mean, it's entirely possible it really was just this man couldn't handle weed. (laughs) But, like, could you imagine just, you're like, oh, sorry, guys, I don't smoke pot because I once ran a man over with my car because (laughs) I thought thought I I could drive through him because I was Jesus. We were also ghosts. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) But this does show that Kai cannot be trusted with facts. No, she's clearly like. I feel like it also wasn't mentioned enough that Kai has a violent streak. We know. I mean, he hit a man with a hatchet. We know he carries around a hatchet when a pocket knife would have been more sufficient to protect herself on the go, and would have been easier to carry. Uh, but he also talks about beating a guy who was assaulting a woman so hard that the dude's teeth came out. Like he has no problem. Which escalating. is my worst nightmare. Yeah, losing teeth. <laughs> Uh, I remember telling you that listening to Kai reminds me a lot of Eileen Warnos. Just this violent imagery and the rambling and just this person tried to rape this person or tried to rape me and I stopped it and blah, blah, blah. And like how she would set up the situation. Well, this guy tried to rape me. So, of course, I had to kill him, which, you know, that's a little hint of what's to come. Well, and he even says that himself, like that he was, you know, raped before on the road while he was, you know hitchhiking and stuff like that and just yeah it there's a lot of (laughs) it just sounds like Eileen Warnos yeah there's there's a lot that it's hard to believe yeah uh so May 10th 2013 just a little over three months after his internet fame began it all happened so fast he somehow made it all the way to New York City and then we stopped that train of thought to discuss his childhood why (laughs) and that was the weirdest thing to me yeah, like just, I mean, I don't know if they're just trying to explain why he is the way he is or what what the background and... But why do we start with New York? Why don't we just go to his childhood and then jump to New York? Just, it's, it's a little <laughs> all over the place. And for something that happens so quickly, <laughs> this like... This is not a good documentary. He wasn't born in Southern California, as he would really like us to believe. He's from Edmonton, Alberta, you know, in fucking Canada. No surprise. (laughs) And also his name isn't Kai. No surprise on that one either. It's Caleb Lawrence McGilvery. (laughs) According to him, he took the name Kai after taking part in a spirit walk while living on a Native American reservation. As one does. (laughs) I love his cousin in this who actually looks like he'd be Fred Armisen's cousin. Who said he was confused to learn that Kai said he didn't have a family. But he does agree that Kai didn't have the best childhood, but it was more because of his mental health issues. And then his mom shows up to sort of blame everything on Kai being too trustworthy of people. So, yeah. (laughs) Which, I mean, I guess if he's different mentally, I could see how, like, it'd be like, oh, he's just too trusting and he gets himself in these situations because of being too trusting. But that doesn't explain... A lot of things. You, yeah, you can't be living on the streets and then be trustworthy of everybody. 
Yeah, if anything, you're supposed to be hardened to everyone. So forget New York, because now we're just going to go to May 13, 2013, in Clark, New Jersey, where 73-year-old attorney Joseph Galfi was found murdered in his home. I don't think they stressed enough just how brutal this murder was. Can we talk about the inside of his house? What was up with his house? Well, first of all, I mean, I know the man lived alone, but his interior decorating taste said that he was still living in 1985. Eh, he's 73. He's got money. Who cares? I mean, he never got with the times. <laughs> he never even got with, like... I mean, it's Jersey. The old times. Sorry, Jersey, but come on. I know, but I... So he sustained blunt force trauma to his face, head, neck, chest, arms, including three skull fractures, four broken ribs, contusions, and abrasions, and he had one ear barely hanging on. It is gruesome. The examiner would later say he looked like he had been stomped to death. Again, gruesome. It's so, so brutal. And this also didn't just happen in one room. They found blood throughout the house. Ugh, there was like a trail. Yeah, he's 73 years old with a stent in his chest due to a heart condition. What kind of threat could this guy have been to someone to receive this level of a beating? It's excessive. Like, I feel like one punch is just enough to to take him down and incapacitate him. Near his computer, they find a note with a phone number and the name Lawrence Kai. So he's just really changing his name around. Yeah, that's another thing I noticed. And he just kind of goes by anything. This, of course, leads them to a very simple Google search where they find the original video of Kai. They find a receipt for a train ticket from the day before, and when they check a video footage of where it was purchased, they clearly see the victim and Kai. The cops are playing it off like, could this really be the guy from the internet video? Yeah, it's definitely him. It's not like the video cameras from that forensic files I just covered. Yeah, it's <laughs> as clear as day. Like, you can make him out. And plus, he has pretty distinctive hair. Yeah, and the bandana. He always had that bandana on. They call the police in Fresno, California to get all the information they have on him. You know, like his real fucking name. And they waste no time in getting the the media to blast his name and face all over as a suspect. There is none of that person of interest bullshit. So the next day, Kai posts on Facebook what is basically his defense of the crime and that he had been sexually assaulted by Galfi. But it's also one of those like cryptic posts yeah. like that girls do when they're like, having boyfriend and troubles. And when somebody goes, hey, what's wrong? Like, I, I don't want to talk, talk about, about it. it. <laughs> like, bitch, then don't post that shit. <laughs> I don't want to talk about it. I love how we said that like together <laughs> at the same time. Same because tone. Because we, we have so much experience. Uh, police also learned that he's cut his hair to change his appearance. And I think I read somewhere he also cut his jeans into shorts. <laughs> they're, they're shorts. <laughs> Which, I mean, yeah, if you have blood on your legs from stomping somebody. Yeah, you're probably going to want to make them jorts. <laughs> Jorting it up in <laughs> New York City. A couple of days later, on May 16th, an employee at a Starbucks in Philly recognizes him and calls 911. Cops get there too late, but they do eventually find him at a nearby bus station and take him into custody. So his statement to police is, Galfi met up with him in Times Square when Kai was looking for a ride to Jersey, which is like such a tourist trap. Like, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> they, but I mean, I guess tourists are the best people to 
act stupid and give someone a ride. <laughs> they went out to eat and then headed to Galfi's house where they drank some beers. Kai said he felt sleepy from the beers and went to bed. And when he woke up, he discovered that he had been sexually assaulted. If this happened, I mean, you're a younger guy being picked up by an older dude in Times Squares and you didn't think anything sexual was going to happen? No, and I hate to say it, but like, I feel like that's kind of the standard procedure for, you know, a lot of unhoused men. Yes. Older men are going to prey on you and try to pay you for sex like or he's sex hitchhiked acts. and lived on the streets for like years and he didn't know this was a thing yeah no you don't you don't go home with old men anyway instead of confronting galfi right then he instead gets a ride over to the train station where we then have that video of galfi buying him a ticket and him hugging him goodbye S- yeah it still doesn't confront galfi instead he gives him his phone number and they hug and go their separate ways okay that's fine how people react after sexual assault isn't always normal. However, later on when he was supposed to meet up with a friend, but that person did show up, he called Galfi looking for a place to stay again. And that's what gets me is because he could have gotten a ride or, a, you know, could have gotten money from literally anyone. You're from famous. His fame. You could have told your story to anybody in a bar and someone would have let you crash on your couch, on their couch. Like, you don't have to go back. Right, and that's that's what makes me think, because eh, he he had escaped him, he was away from him, he was safe, and then he calls him to go back to it. Yeah. Just is very weird to me. And it wasn't like a, a kind of relationship where you're like, you know, beaten down and you're stuck yes. in it and you can't escape. Like, he only met this man one time. So that was just kind of weird. So he goes back to the house and they have burgers and some more beers and he passes out again. If what you say is true and he drugged your beer, why would you then accept another beer from him? Maybe he liked the feeling of the drugs. <laughs> he wakes up to Galfi pulling his pants down and just immediately jumps into action, beating Galfi to death. Like, how is he just like, oh, I'm awake now? Yeah, drugs have worn <laughs> off. He also says he was being manhandled and body slammed by Galfi, but there's no defensive wounds. And also, this guy's in his 70s. With a heart condition where his heart could just explode at any moment. I don't think he's going to body slam him. He's been working out a lot of Pilates. <laughs> uh, the only fight I could see him getting into was like to defend himself was like, you know, get off me. Like just punch him, elbow him, and then leave. Yeah. Like I just, I don't, <laughs> I don't But to be see. body slammed and you don't have any marks on you. <laughs> During the interrogation, Kai asked for an attorney, which means questioning's done. And then ask the cops what the penalty is for the crime. I don't think you know how this works. Yeah, they don't. They're like, we don't get to decide that, Yeah, we don't decide that. Also, you asked for a lawyer. Why are you still talking to us? You need to ask your lawyer what the penalty is. We're respecting your rights. Could you please respect our rights? He's obviously claiming self-defense, which is absurd. There's a couple of videos they show early on where Kai is shirtless and he's athletic. Like, he's got a six-pack. He's pretty jacked. So I could see him easily just, like, elbowing himself to get free. You didn't need to beat the man. No. It's not self-defense. And instead of calling the cops to report what happened, if this really was self-defense, he took off, got rid of his phone, cut his hair to change his appearance, and... Cut his jeans into shorts, jorts. Jorts, jortsing it up. Yeah, I feel like that's another thing is like if you know 
that what you did was justified, why would you try and cover it up? Yeah. Do men sexually assault other men? Absolutely. But if he really was sexually assaulted, he has every right to defend himself. But this guy was in no way going to be able to fight you and body slam you. You don't put yourself back in that same situation. (laughs) Every time I've ever had, like, you know, something shitty happen to me, I have learned from it. Yes. And bettered my choices the next time. So, yeah, to that degree, this dude wasn't a threat. He sat for six years waiting for his trial. It was a four-week trial, which you would not have guessed based on how much time they discuss it in this film. (laughs) They spent more time discussing it in this documentary than they actually spent doing the case. Yes. Kai didn't help himself by being disruptive throughout all of it. He was found guilty of first-degree murder and sentenced to 57 years with 85% must being served before he is eligible for parole. So 2067 will be the earliest he is released. And even then, I'm sure he'll be deported because, again, he's from fucking Canada. I just have to question if he even got in, like, like how is he just staying? I'm sure he probably got like a visa or something. And that's why when they're interviewing him, he's not giving his real name. He's not saying where he's really from because he's not supposed to be here. That that would make sense that he, you know, his visa expired. I don't know. Just... Do we really check the Canadian border? I don't know. Do And that's actually what I was going to ask. Like, do we actually give him a time limit or are we just like, yeah, oh, you're here bettering us? I mean, Republicans aren't bitching about building a wall there. So I don't know how it works. Yeah, I just... <laughs> You know, it's probably Canadians are mostly white. It's probably it. Is the United States racist? You can't just ask (laughs) if the United States is racist. I mean, just look at the history. Um, Give in. (laughs) But he's keeping busy. He's still posting videos on YouTube where he gives advice on the law and his workout routines in prison. Well, it's nice to say that he's staying busy. I think there's also videos of him juggling. I was just looking through thumbnails. I don't know what was happening. In one Why do these people have <laughs> access to, to YouTube? Well, like, can like we somebody, get them off the internet? It looks like somebody doing a video call and recording it. It's not like 4K quality. <laughs> in one video entitled Kai, the hatchet-wielding hitchhiker versus Netflix, he says, quote, So Netflix is making a movie about my life story before I was arrested, but they refuse to pay me anything for it. Hold on, it gets better. If someone made a movie about O.J. Simpson's football career, you'd better believe he'd be making bank off of it. So clearly he hasn't had a chance to watch O.J. Made in America. And also, O.J. doesn't want to be paid unless it's under the table because he would immediately have to send that money to Fred Goldman. Exactly. I don't... (laughs) Like, do you... Do you not remember the howl like you're not allowed to profit <laughs> from a crime while in prison? So like there's to this compare whole thing yourself to OJ. Well, so, yeah. <laughs> not the best person for comparison. But yeah, like I just there's there's absolutely no reason for you to be paid. I mean, unless they want to pay your restitution or I don't know. Because like all his lawyers were paid with money people donated to him so like what money does he need in prison he's already got money also yeah. you're gonna be in your 70s by the time you get out of prison i mean 
Uh, I was glad he was found guilty because he would have gone on to kill somebody else. This dude was a fucking problem and had a history of violence already. Yeah, and they never really went into, like, you know, what exactly was going on with him mentally, but there was definitely something. Um, There were a lot of signs that he Yeah, I think they said at one point in the trial that maybe he had bipolar. I think his mom said that, and I was like, I I don't think so. No, I mean, I could definitely see some schizophrenia, maybe. Yeah. But um, I'm no expert. I only know... (laughs) the shit that i deal with that's what i was saying with the bipolar i'm like i he had a lot of highs but yeah (laughs) didn't see any lows i don't think he ever had a low (laughs) he was like high all the time yeah so i did not like this documentary i don't know about you i only watched it the one time (laughs) it feels like you need to know all of the court and crime stuff beforehand because they don't really get into any of that it's like hey guess what happened when he went on jimmy kimmel yeah, that was the only interesting part was that guy hunting him down for Jimmy Kimmel. And then yeah. I think I even met, I was like, is he on something? Oh, like, yeah, that guy was really jittery. Yeah. I, I mean, I just, I get like that, I guess, sometimes with my anxiety. So maybe he was just <laughs> anxious about the whole being on video. But yeah, it was interesting. I didn't really follow the hype about him. I guess, when it initially happened. I mean, obviously, you could tell it was going to blow up because, yeah. like, dude hits someone with a hatchet and, and saves a woman. Like There was something wrong with him on top of that. Well, and yeah, that's what the one guy even said. You know, when you look back at it, you have to see even from that point that, yeah, he was a hero and he saved someone, but he hit someone in the head several times with a hatchet. And, like, yeah, that's he violent to blunts, begin with. He did the blunt side twice, flip that bitch, and then hit him. Which is pretty fucking graphic and gross and just, yeah. So, I mean, when you think about it, he was being praised even for his violence. He saved that woman, but he also instigated it. He also said, I believe that we could probably just drive straight (laughs) through this man. (laughs) We could drive through it and nobody will see us. But that other guy couldn't handle his weed. (laughs) <laughs> no no he could not sir you thought you were ghosts <laughs> <laughs> may you never smoke again <laughs> all right i think next week you want to cover that pepsi where's my jet yes okay it looked like it would be an upbeat one and i actually jason actually watched the you know on the netflix when it automatically oh, the does trailer kind yeah of thing. yeah he like actually sat there and watched it and he was like oh that's that's stupid just like, okay but you just spent like a couple minutes you know yeah who's the stupid one yeah <laughs> but i i was like oh my god it's like the simpsons you know where's my elephant yeah and he's like what and i'm like you don't remember that simpsons episode apparently he did not watch it and he's like it's probably just like spoofing the pepsi thing and i'm like obviously yes well that's like i was watching um there's a british show it's big fat quiz of the year where they cover like all the new stuff that happened over the year. And then they also have specials and what was like the 80s. And it was um, who shot JR on Dallas. And two out of the three teams put Maggie Simpson. I was like, why was that the first thing I thought of too? Yes. <laughs> the Simpsons is where I get all of my pop culture <laughs> references. And my history. Oh, God, I hope not. <laughs> Simpsons did it. Okay. So we'll be back next week with something upbeat 
and a little less depressing and deathy. <laughs> there will be no blood, I hope. And no Jimmy Kimmel, I hope. Mm, probably not. <laughs> Definitely no pissing on sides. <laughs> Unless I decide to do it. Please don't. It's a little harder don't for ladies. my funnels. <laughs> not my good funnels. It's the lady cup. It's the TP. <laughs> Oh, my God. (laughs) All right. We'll be back next week. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to Talk To Me. The opening music is by Twisterium. For comments or suggestions, we can be reached by email at talktomepod at gmail.com. Find us on Twitter at talktomepod and find a link to our Facebook group in the show notes. Thank you.